0: Coming to you live from Miss Buffy Williams' office. <laughs> Just sitting around thinking about life and trying to become better people tonight, so check us out. Welcome back. You're on the air with Buffy Williams and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. We have been discussing the show's purpose on mission. Good evening, this is your host Buffy Williams and you're listening to the New Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education. Tonight's topic is STEM education, but as I usually do, I'm going to give you a recap on last week's show. Last week we reflected on Black History Moment, K-12 through resource magazine, Teaching Tolerance, that explored ways teachers could include black history inclusion diversity and equity resources within their classrooms Uh, and it was also a way for them to include professional development learning plans and film kits that was that could bring social justice to the classroom so that's whether it's in a homeschool environment public school private school charter school or virtual school But on tonight's episode, we're going to explore the trajectory of STEM education. So, as usual, let us hear your thoughts. Call us at 917-948-7542. Or you can post your comments on Twitter at Buffy underscore Awaken or on Spreaker. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Buffy underscore Williams. And remember that my fellow New Heights host Erica Hansen's show airs on Thursdays at 2 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I have a quote uh, for this, this week's episode and we are on episode 15 and tonight's topic again is STEM education. And I was listening to uh, the radio show on NPR, as I do quite often, and they have a show segment called On Being. And they were talking with a scientist, George Cone, Coyne, um, a scientist named jo- George Coyne. And one of the quotes that he um, said in the interview was, everything is in action of the thing that came before it. And as it relates to STEM and STEM education, we know that, you know, for everything, for every action, there's a reaction. But when we think about STEM education and we say that everything is an action of the things that came before it, it's kind of like uh, the monologue for where we want to go as far as science, math, and technology is concerned, and now they've even incorporated um, our education within that as well. So one of the things I thought was very poignant about today is on today, not only is it Dr. Seuss Day for 2020 Read Across America, we also have Today, which in today's history in 1931, the Star-Spangled Banner was made the United States National Anthem. And when you think about education and everything that this show encompasses in thinking about education reform and thinking about the mass number of, of people in education who are trying to make Uh, education better for the future of our children for years to come and trying to plant a seed in them through whether it's through reading um, to implant science and math education into our children. We have to think about the religious freedoms and the educational freedoms that we have and I thought it was interesting that today we're talking about STEM education but I had a reflective moment when I realized that today in history in 1931, the Star Spangled Banner was made our national anthem. And I know um, we have varying opinions about that, but if we really consider all of the things that we uh, advocate for here in America and across the world regarding where our education system should go, I think we need to take a moment also To reflect on the fact that we are fortunate enough to be able to broadcast a show like this uh, on the New Heights Educational Group and the New Heights Show on Education. And I consider myself um, very um, blessed to have the opportunity to even bring the message of STEM education to you and, and bring it out there for parents to even consider um, changing maybe the way that they are exposing their children to certain educational um, opportunities. And, you know, as parents, we have an opportunity to uh, expose our children to a number of different things. Uh, my personal experience with it is I always try to, I knew that math and science education was very important for me and uh, my children's lives. And so as much as possible, if I found a summer camp or anything like that, that directly correlated with science or math education. And I can remember um, the ch- my children going to one that was related to forensic science for kids. And it was just kind of like an exploratory thing where they uh, were able to discover something and try to solve a crime through forensics. But you know, it's just small things like that that can spark a child's interest in science or even math education. So I encourage you to look out for things that can um, spear your children in that direction because we know that we're moving into more of a technology-based age or we've already arrived actually. And there's also a McWayne Center that I had an opportunity to visit is the McWayne Science Center in Birmingham, Alabama. And that particular center actually is surrounded um, by a large number of ways that children can engage with science and science and math technology. They can see, hear, and touch and experience um the wonders of science um, within the McWayne Center. And so they have different activities on the different levels and it's based on, you know, if they're, if they're only one year old, um, they can also explore and see different things. And they also have an area where you can experience different things and see how the science and the mathematics of everything kind of shows you the, the, the wonders of science. And it also has a very interesting, um, booth where you can feel, um, the actual wind of a tornado up to a certain mile per hour. And, you know, the, the way you can actually move through, um, or actually not move through certain things as far as, um, The dynamics of physics and things like that. And so it really has like hands on science exhibits on each floor for children to explore, whether you're the age of one or up to 100. It's a family event. If you're in a school and you want to take your school, you can also go there and they have an area in the basement area where you can actually bring your lunch for your students and they will set out an appointment time for you to, you know, take your students there and they can have their lunches. But it also, of course, has a gift shop, but it's a way for children to, again, have hands-on experience with science and see how science can also be fun. And it could be, um, a resource for you. And they also have like weekly programming and educational programs um, for children. And another thing that I also found interesting was that I had a personal experience to attend a STEM-focused conference for high school students that was sponsored uh, in Montgomery, Alabama by OneSync Technology. And that company's president is um, Eric Sloan, And I knew that I recognized him when I went to the event, and we attended Troy University at the same time, and I've known his wife, Nicole, for many years. But I was not familiar with the fact that uh, his career had taken a different path after he left the NFL. But his company, um, OneSync, provides this conference, and it was so impressive to see the large number of high school students that were invited to this particular event, and he says he hosts it every year, and the students came in and they were able to network with different companies um, that were interested in math, science, and tech. people who were interested in math, science, and technology, and I thought it was a wonderful way to introduce them to industry professionals and get them thinking about what they're going to actually do for the rest of their life and the type of career fields that they could actually go into that they may not have explored yet and then also um, the council of teachers of mathematics hosts a uh, an annual conference and they're having their 70th annual conference this year Uh, and it's going to be in october of 2020 and it's for teachers and educators, um, administrators, um, to be able to go and collaborate with other professionals uh, on the field of mathematics. And so I'm saying all of this to say, in addition to exposing our children to the STEM conferences or places like the McWayne Center, if you have something like that, that is close in your area. Those are simple things that we can do to kind of expose our children to STEM education. And so we may think that as parents, we don't have, like, I am not a math and science technology-based person. I'm more of a liberal arts person, but I do appreciate um, the science and the mathematics, of course, because naturally, if I'm listening to an NPR segment, Uh, from an astronomer and and a scientist. Uh, I'm naturally intrigued by the cosmos and science and how it all works. But that's not my specialty area. And so as a parent, I knew that that was not my strong suit. So I sought out ways to educate my children in that area. Now I will tell you that only one of my children kind of gravitated towards the math science area, but that's only natural. That was her natural um, fit. Uh, She did attend the Alabama school of math and science. Um, But, you know, that was probably through nothing that I actually did. It was just that I exposed it to her and she thought that, um, it was a great um, area for her to continue to explore. Um, and I know that many of you may have engineers or mathematicians in uh, in your family or people that you know. But I have another quote for you, too, that I wanted to share with you. And this is from our former president, Ronald Reagan. And he says, the future does not belong to the faint hearted. It belongs to the brave." And That's important because we are experiencing a major shift, and I know all of us feel it. Uh, A major shift in education, a major shift in in, in economics, a major shift in how um, we as a nation view the world and where we want our nation to go. The future is not for the faint-hearted, so we have to... Uh, redirect our thoughts and redirect our energy into a way that's going to make um, our world a better place and we have to not only live for the moment but we have to live for our future and we gotta we have to think about where we want to go in the field of, of education and tonight we're talking about STEM education um, and we're going to take a uh, Leave you with that as food for thought for right now, and we're going to take a brief pause and listen to a word from my sponsors. I'm your host, Buffy Williams, and you're listening to The New Heights Show on Education, The New Heights Educational Group. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School This is your host, Buffy Williams, and you're listening to the New Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education. And tonight's topic is STEM education. And we just talked about, you know, kind of my experiences with STEM education and some of the uh, conferences that I've been to in the past and the McWayne Science Center up in Birmingham, Alabama, that kind of explores uh, math and science. And also a a particular conference that uh, educates teachers in this field of mathematics. And we talked about how the quote from Ronald Reagan, that the future does not belong to the faint hearted, but but belongs to the brave. And we have to be brave about where we're going uh, as far as our nation is concerned. And we have to do what we can for our students uh, in order to set them up for success. But also our New Heights Educational Group has a partner that recognizes STEM education and it's um, Learn, Play, Connect. And it's a free mathematics course for uh, and resource for teachers and homeschoolers that is available today on the New Heights Educational Group website. And um, also the CEO or the person that is um responsible for creating the Learn, Play, Connect is Craig Hain, and that's Craig Hain. And Erica Hansen, my fellow host, has interviewed him twice in the past. So if you have not had an opportunity to listen to that particular show, radio show or podcast from my New Heights educational host, Erica Hanson, I encourage you to listen to that as well. And also, I wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, the U.S. Department of Education, um, of course, my resource there is going to be ed.gov. Um, they also have uh, information regarding uh, where the Department of Education is going with STEM education, and they're they're looking at science, technology, engineering, math, and they also want to include computer science in that particular uh, area. and All of these uh, curriculums are on the rise and it has been increasingly complex for the world to um, provide what is needed as far as problem solving with our old structure. And so these particular areas focus, of course, the science, technology, engineering, and math um, also incorporate Um, fluency within the STEM fields and essentials that will will be needed by our children. And one of their focuses is that your zip code should not determine um, your STEM fluency. And so they've funneled um, money into programs that are designed to educate students from across every socioeconomic background so that STEM education is accessible and one of the strategies that they have is America's strategy for STEM education and in uh, 2008 uh, they set out for the next five years uh, a, a plan of a vision for our future in STEM education to provide high quality STEM education and STEM literacy Um, to include innovation and employment. And this was kind of like an urgent call for from the U.S. Department of Education and what their plan is to increase the numbers of persons interested in the science, math, technology, engineering, and math and computer science areas. And the Office of Science and Technology has issued a a progress report uh, based on that, from the federal implications of the STEM education strategic plan, strategic plan and some of the partners in that as you would naturally probably assume are career adult and technical education, elementary and secondary education, post-secondary education, educational technology and so on and also federal student aid and of course, you know, they have to have a way to evaluate, so the Office of Planning, Evaluation, and Policy Development. But those are just to name a few. But what their plan is, is to promote science, technology, and engineering, and math, and STEM education um, with a particular focus on computer science um, to foster educational excellence and, and ensure equal access. So, as a part of that, The U.S. Department of Education under this current administration has reported, now this is from uh, ed.gov, that STEM investments in, in 2019, they invested nearly $540 million to support science, technology, engineering, and math education. And one hundred million of those funds were projected to focus directly on the computer science area. And so um, the department has a vast range of funding opportunities that range from you know Native American serving um non-tribal institutions, college assistant migrant programs, Um, Gaining early access and readiness for undergraduate programs through particular grants, and then educational research grants, and of course, um, the Perkins Innovation and Modernization Grant. And also to include, um, and the list goes on and on, but I also want to, of course, you know, have a soft spot for the TRIO program. So they have the TRIO program. Uh, And I spoke about that in one of my former shows, the Upward Bound Math and Science Program that directly targets first generation and low income students. And so all of these initiatives are designed to increase the number of students who are interested in math, um, science and technology and also cybersecurity is another thing that um, falls under that umbrella um, in which they have additional resources to be able to um, encourage students to invest in STEM education. And on the website of uh, ed.gov, They also have an opportunity for you to sign up for the U.S. Department of Education STEM newsletter. And they also have other uh, resources where you can actually RSVP to listen to early learning STEM math videos if you're in the teaching education system and you want to be able to live stream STEM education briefings so that you know where STEM education is going. You can RSVP for that. And also, um, the administration has been tasked with recruiting and retaining 100,000 STEM teachers within the next 10 years. And so, for those of you out there who are thinking about a career change or thinking about whether or not you should stay within the math, science, and technology or computer science area, uh, we're definitely going to need... Their goal is to retain and um, recruit 100,000 STEM teachers in the next 10 years. So that's an avenue for you. And they also want to um, look at family engagement in STEM. And so thinking about STEM education and where STEM uh, science, technology, engineering, and math is going, they've also added um the A, which is for the arts. And so it's now called STEAM, um, Arts Supporting STEM. So they have that particular program as well. So other federal federal agencies that um, may be helpful if you're looking at uh, STEM is also NASA. You know that they have uh, science programs in the summertime that students can participate in and also the Smithsonian. And so... I want to encourage you, if you're thinking about the science, math, and technology engineering area, to look up these resources and also look at the resource for the Center for Education Reform that also has information. But if you are trying to encourage your child to... um, Be more interested in science, math, and technology. Of course, um, you can start by letting them know that the world needs them and we need them to um, be concerned about our future and where our country is going. And we want to prepare as many students as we can. Uh, We know that we'll need people in all areas, but there has been a projection that there will be an uptick in the economy and in the workforce for students in these particular areas. And so if you have not um, been able to um, pull all of that together, we have the, the arts supporting STEM programs, and we also have science, technology, engineering, math, including computer science, and definitely cyber technology uh, is going to be um, very important within the next 10 years. And so not only are we going to need uh, our students to be focused in that area, we're also going to need parents to be supportive and seek out these resources for their students, I mean, for their children. And we're going to need teachers to be trained in these particular areas and support the students within this field. And so I hope that this um, show on STEM education has been a resource for you and again uh, it is not my specialty but I do have an appreciation for the science technology engineering and math and computer science and cybersecurity area but um, I want to thank you again um, for following me and for posting your comments on YouTube I am delighted uh, to have so many new followers So whichever social media uh, you are comfortable with, uh, I welcome you to join us um, here on Tuesday nights uh, with the New Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education, and I just want to uh, just take a brief moment and let you know that I appreciate your dedication to the show. I appreciate your support on social media, and your encouraging words uh, that you give me because this is truly a passion project for me, and I enjoy every moment of it. So I hope that you enjoyed the show. We hope that you join us next week. That's our time, and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm your host, Buffy Williams. If you like what you've heard, search for us on your smart speaker and listen to us anytime. Thank you for listening. Good night. Until we meet again next Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we discuss next week's topic. Enjoy expanded content from the New Heights Education Group hosts on Blog Talk, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and Watch No Run.